You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today in the Give Your Life Away podcast and specifically the Epistle Project, we come to 2 Corinthians 8. Paul is um, calling on the Corinthian church to give to the needs of the saints in Jerusalem. And he's motivating them, not just by the fact that they have received many great blessings from the Lord, which we'll see toward the end of the passage, but also he's motivating them by a rather poor group of churches who give generously themselves. So 2 Corinthians 8, verses 1 through 15. We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. And this, not as we expected, but they gave themselves first to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. Accordingly, we urge Titus that as he had started, so he should complete among you this act of grace. But as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all earnestness, and in our love for you, see that you excel in this act of grace also. I say this not as a command, but to prove by the earnestness of others that your love also is genuine. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you by his poverty might become rich. And in this matter I give my judgment, this benefits you, who a year ago started not only to do this work, but also to desire to do it. So now finish doing it as well, so that your readiness and desiring it may be matched by your completing it out of what you have. For if the readiness is there, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what he does not have. For I do not mean that others should be eased and you burdened, but that as a matter of fairness, your abundance at the present time should supply their need, so that their abundance may supply your need, that there may be fairness. As it is written, whoever gathered much has nothing left over, and whoever gathered little had no lack. Paul is saying, to the Corinthian church, if we take what he says toward the end first, he says that you've received so much from the Lord and you actually have an abundance financially. You have more than what you need. So give what other Christians, what other churches need. Give to them. Help them. This is only fair. And in, there may be a time where they may have abundance and you don't and they will respond in the in the same way. So there's this, there's this idea that Paul believes that Christians should not allow other Christians to suffer in that sense. And so he, he appeals to them to complete this task. They said over a year ago that they wanted to give to these churches. Now Paul's sending Titus to actually collect the money. He's saying, have it ready. You, you started a year ago wanting to do this. Now you can actually do it. Let's finish the task. He also motivates them by highlighting the churches of Macedonia early in the passage. These churches in Macedonia were evidently in a severe test of affliction themselves, according to verse 2. Their abundance of joy, Paul writes, and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. So this is a group that is under some sort of affliction, and they are poor. They do not have much. But notice how they view the needs of other Christians. 
So these poor Christians, these poor churches in Macedonia, know that there are poor Christians in Jerusalem who are in need. And the Macedonians give as much as they can to the people in Jerusalem, the Christians in Jerusalem. What's more is they beg Paul earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. This is giving from the heart. Paul didn't need to finish this church service and call the Macedonians to come up and take an offering and then sense that they hadn't given enough so call them up again and take another offering and another offering and another offering until they gave all that they should be giving. Paul didn't do any of that. This is them from their own heart wanting to meet the needs of other Christians. This is what New Testament giving looks like. This is what Old Testament giving was to look like from the heart. Not just a certain dollar amount and you're done with it, but from the heart. And so Paul, as we've said before, believes that Christians should be helping other Christians. And he wants those Christians who are currently helping to do so from the heart. Whether they are rich or poor, whether you are rich or you are poor, you can give generously in a way that demonstrates your heart is the heart after God's own heart. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.